You are now listening to Midnight Greeneries Through the Looking Glass, hosted by Tokentina, where we discuss all cannabis topics that are important to you, the cannabis community. These episodes were previously recorded live and were intended for mature audiences, which means this show may contain some material not suited for young listeners. Parental discretion is advised. We hope you enjoy the show. Joining us through the Looking Glass, I'm Canada Cammy, and today we have Bobby Burns with us. In What's our, up? In our production crew, we have Rachel, and today we have Miss Jennifer. Today we have a diff- couple of different things that we're going to talk about. As always, a giveaway, as always, but as always, I'm going to take it to Ed first. All right. <laughs> so, this week we had the MCB meeting. A lot of good stuff went down. Big topic of discussion was on-site consumption. Um, it's on the way, it seems like. Might be coming, might not be coming, but definitely keep your eye out. That's going to be a game changer for a lot of businesses. It's going to be a game changer for tourism in our, in our state. <laughs> Looking good. Looking real good. I'm really happy about it, honestly. I am too, right? I think the rest of the lower 48 needs somebody to kind of look forward and look look up to in that kind of sense, because I really don't think that there is on-site consumption. Not that I'm completely that. aware of. Mm-mm. Not that I'm completely aware of it. I've heard stories of some towns and some places having shops and clubs set up where they were allowing it. Maybe it was behind closed doors or maybe it was within legal parameters. I'm not really sure. Right. Not really sure on that one. <laughs> yeah, just like how, you know, um, we're able to consume on private property as long as the owner of that private property right. says it is okay. So, if, you know, if we have a shindig at the house, we say it's okay to consume cannabis on the property, then by all means, it's 100% okay. Absolutely. So that is the beautiful thing about that. And they, I do believe I did read something that said that there is going to be a 30-day opening for um, comments from the public. Not sure how that's going to be done, if they're going to want a written letter, Collins, not sure. So all of the above. That. Yeah. Just yep. We will be posting some stuff on the yeah. Facebook yeah, page. Definitely about that. will be on the MG page. You'll still find it on multiple pages throughout our industry. Oh yes, I'm pretty sure once we have information, it's just going to be everywhere. It's a hot topic. It it's is. a big deal. It's a big deal because we're looking at a situation where right now the tourism industry is already in the you know it's at its height of the season. Mm-hmm. People are coming into rec shops. Yep. Purchasing cannabis, yep. walking out the doors, and literally having nowhere legal and safe to go consume. And they're, they're tourists, so they're not able to go back to the hotel room and light it up in the hotel room or outside in you know the communal smoking area for nicotine. Right. So where are they going? So then you go to the parks, yeah. public spaces, exactly. Their hotel bathrooms, yes. creating <laughs> problems of their problem after problem. Yes, and then that's also. Taking up the you know officers' time mm-hmm. in our community that could be out and spending their time doing better things. Absolutely, <laughs> better things than picking on the tourists for you know sparking up a joint and walking down the street. Because where where the hell else are they supposed to go? I gotta bring up the stream here just to see it with my own two eyes. And then just when <laughs> you know, and then look at the coincidence: potluck just gets shut down. The only type of place that we did have that was safe for us to get together and consume cannabis with no alcohol at all present or no sales, nothing like that. A space that they are now finally starting to talk about needing that safe space. It was space. a fantastic space. And you guys, it's just one just got shut down. So I mean, you know, I mean, hopefully this is you know the steps that we need to take to hopefully. 
bring it back. Yeah, that's true. Any person who had had the opportunity to visit Potluck mm -hmm. has a memory they could tell you about from that place. The place oh, was yeah. awesome. Um, I had spent the first, part, the better part of the first year of opening there every opening night they were I could. Um, you never seen the drama no. that you've seen at any bar scene. No, no any fights. Night of the week. No, there is no fights <laughs> for And for somebody that has a social anxiety, I walked in there and it was a place where yeah. I wasn't off in a corner like you know, trying to not have a panic attack or something like that because of all the people that were there. It was people that are like me. Yeah, absolutely. So it was just, yeah. So that's absolutely a hot topic. And I know it's a hot topic for a lot of people too. So make sure that you voice your opinions on it. I'm sure it's not going to hurt anybody if you send in a letter without your name on it either. It's no, no, absolutely. You don't need to, uh, you don't need to identify yourself in those situations when you're standing and addressing the assembly or the different board, slightly different situation. Right. You know, they kind of expect you to uh, identify yourself. Then but it's a respect thing. And some of the, and when you're sending letters to your, leadership or are the politicians if you will mm -hmm. no they can definitely be sent anonymously so absolutely so if that's what you know you might be worried about then just don't put your information on it osha stated that uh you know they said they were gonna regulate it like alcohol there's a bar in every corner but there's not a single place other than a private residence that you can consume no, I mean, that's true. That's true. and that's something that you can point out i mean i know i wrote a letter that I'm going to submit and in it I wrote you know it was supposed to be regulated I mean that was part of the the campaign that's what the the people want like why aren't we giving it why know? are we being punished for it yeah, it's kind of how it feels because you know you're dressed you know fear being drug on it and you just you're like okay well, we'll see everybody goes. can go down and drink you know we'll see where it goes it's been said a hundred times over the past two and a half years now since we first voted. That was just the start of the battle. Yeah. Now we have to pave the way and establish what this country <laughs> is actually going to look like for us. We're pretty deep into it now. There's plenty of businesses that have opened up. We have multiple recreation shops available across the state. Mm -hmm. um, cultivators are coming to market one after another after another. So, you know, right now we're, we're dealing with all the problems of a new market, right. high prices, limited availability, yeah. you know, small quantities at best. We're, it's going to change, you know, it's going to change. It's inevitable. But here we are today moving forward. Mm -hmm. Things are good. We're happy. Okay. We're one step further than we ever were before. Yeah. You know. Exactly. I mean, look at Switzerland. They're getting ready to come out with uh, cannabis cigarettes. Right, right. Yeah, I've seen, that one. I've seen that one. And I mean, they are just making bank on CBD over there. Yes, so, it is CBD. It, yeah. is, it is CBD at one, less than 1% THC. Yes, yes, less than 1% THC. It is THC. definitely a, uh, a CBD approach. Mm -hmm. the, the foreign CBD market, if we're like still talking business, if you will, is... Booming, mm -hmm. booming. It is. And there are a lot of investments, investors, different Fortune 500 companies that are now looking at it and going, hmm, yep. we got something real here. Yes. It's either they play the game or they get knocked out. Mm -hmm. Which that's how we like to think about it. <laughs> so what you cheaping on today? I have some um, rosin here, it's fresh, uh, from Medicine Man. Nice. Mm -hmm. And then this was a uh, bowl of flour. This was the... Purple crack? Purple crack. 
Gotta love it. That's what she said. Gotta love the cannabis names. Right. Yes, I was told that it's one of those ones that you're just gonna love everybody around you and just walk up to everybody. Oh, I love your hair and your shirt. You're so pretty. And, you know, all this stuff. And I'm just like, hmm. Okay. I'll try. It's always so different, though. Each person, you know, every, every single person kind of receives and feels it differently, if you will, whether it's the terpene profile or the THC to CBD, THCA, THGC, mm-hmm. all these different THC molecules they're finding now. Mm-hmm. It's pretty intense. It's getting pretty uh, in-depth now. The extraction crews out there, woo, they can blow my mind with some knowledge these days. And everyone just thinks that stoners are just lazy. No, no, far from it. Far from it. It's, it is hard, though, motivating yourself to make money in this industry if you were... Uh... Yeah. <laughs> it's easy to slack off. It's easy sure. to slack yeah. off, that's for sure. But at the same time, I think there's a bunch of us that want to prove that we are not lazy stoners. We have the ability to work hard and no, that- get stuff done. And, you know, I mean, don't get me wrong. I think everybody knows how to relax, but... You know. And there's that meme that's going around that everyone's seen, right? Prove to your mom that you're not a lazy stoner right? or something like yeah. that. <laughs> yeah. You know, stoners can be productive members of society. Right. I can oh, definitely yeah. be far more productive after a couple bowls than I can after a couple shots, let me tell you. For sure. <laughs> I'm not good. <laughs> <laughs> no thanks, just all together and just rather not puke today. Right. What was that question you put out there? We were talking about... Um, how cannabis has helped people. So a um, couple people, OSHA posted that um, it's helped tremendously with her epilepsy. Yes. Um, she has no tremor. She has little to no tremors and she's on a prescription. Um, it helps with seizures. Um, I mean, it, it makes a totally productive. Um, so you guys want to hear yes. a good one? Absolutely. Speaking of like medical cannabis, I have a close relative, stepsister, if you will, who suffers from 24 hour a day seizures. Mm. They're small seizures, but they're in the cere- or in one of the lobes of her brain. Right. Um, and that is due to spinal fluid constantly leaking into her oh. cranial cavity. Oh. Pretty intense situation. It'll eventually take its toll and eventually cause her to pass. Right. Oh, no. But her life is miserable because of these seizures. Right. She describes it as living in a 24 hour a day acid trip with like the visual effect and so that's rough i can imagine that's not fun after a long time <laughs> is she a candidate for the venous nerve surgery at all i have no idea okay well i just was asking because my friend's mom has unexplained seizure disorder in her old age and she has a venous nerve uh, implant and it helps it does it she still gets hospitalized almost once a year but it does help and she uses cannabis to also help with the rest of her seizures too. Right. So. so we ended up getting <clears throat> donated from the, um, I want to say it was AK Bean Crew, who is the local, you know, the local breeders. <laughs> they came through with a two to one CBD dominant genetic and donated us three grams of extract. Um, and then we turned that, you know, mixed that with coconut oil, mm-hmm. made capsules for her, and she's been taking the capsules daily now. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it wasn't a magic 
overnight all of a sudden hey look she's better and a lot of people do expect that because of some of the videos we've seen with seizure patients right where yeah. it's like it boom they stopped their seizures it didn't work that way and maybe through different genetics or and if we kept, kept experimenting it might we might find some <coughs> something better but we have found that it is helping in reducing the how extreme they are it has helped to relax a little bit and with these seizures comes a whole slew of problems mm -hmm. from social anxiety to just general development issues where she seems fully functioning but once you got to know her she's a 14 year old woman in a grown woman's body right. you know and it, it shows it tells right. so we've seen some help there i know i'm a thyroid i have hyperthyroid oh, okay so I have a thyroid problem, and I've been treating that with cannabis for probably a good seven years now. Yeah, and it's uh, it's the difference between me making it through a day and being able to function, or sitting at home and taking five showers. Right. <laughs> I uh, recently <clears throat> undergone a major surgery, a hysterectomy, to be honest, uh, and due to health issues, I yep. opted out for that. I was managing my pain uh, prior to the hysterectomy with cannabis and as well as afterwards. Uh, they told me I would be on gabapentin for the rest of my life. Right. I was on it for a little bit and uh, it was the worst time of my life. It would basically give me narcolepsy and it was just not okay. I'd be sitting there trying to have a conversation right, with right. somebody and then I would just remember bits and pieces of trying to wake up and things like that and they expect me to live a life on this. and. God forbid drive. Right, no, 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 no. <laughs> so I basically weaned myself off of that, and thankfully that didn't give me any seizures alone. And I just continued to medicate with cannabis, and it works. Tina has called a stop. Drop. I was Go just on. getting ready to say, speaking of medicating. <laughs> she's not not watching that. <laughs> okay. But uh, she's not letting us get away from the easy. That's not Tina. <laughs> oh, that wasn't Tina? No, it is Tina. I seen Tina join. It is Tina. Okay. I don't know. It's not letting me log in under my yeah, midnight greenery. You're not exactly. supposed to be here. I know. Aren't you officiating a wedding here? Whether it's done or not. She's like, stop the ceremony. Okay, guys, hold on just a second. I need to log on to our video feed. I haven't officiated yet. <laughs> Oh man! So have you guys seen? The, you saw the one where they were talking about they had been some dispensaries that closed down and the spike, the crime rate spiked. So they're noticing in places where there is the dispensary on the corner, mm -hmm. the surrounding area has actually decreased in the crime rate. Then when the ones that are closing down for whatever reason that they're closing them down, the crime rate has spiked. That seems like an interesting statistic. Doesn't it? That'd be interesting. I'd really like to see the analytics on that one. I was the article was there's very lot, interesting. There's a lot that could come from that and can be said from that. But that's also generally speaking, someone who hasn't read the article sounds pretty far fetched. So one of the main reasons that they had stated was the foot traffic, because there's always foot traffic, high foot traffic at dispensaries. So it was okay. stopping petty crime on the you know, purse snatches and you know, petty crime. Yeah, exactly. The petty you know, like stuff that people do when nobody's around. So it would okay. shut I mean, down the dispensaries and then there was nobody there. Exactly. So then it was like, Oh look, a free for all. Yeah, okay. So that that does make sense on 
you know, on that kind of a level no, does, because yeah. when you're thinking, when you think of that, just a really dramatic spike in crime, it's going to be <coughs> mostly that petty crime. Yeah, typically, right? I mean, it's it's more petty crime than it is a larger crime. How much of it's reported and versus not reported? Right, that's right. what I was thinking. Yeah. That's also true. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you, yeah, yeah. So, have you get made it around to all the shops yet? I haven't made it around to all of them, but I have been making my way around, and I'm enjoying it so far. I have to say, I have some favorites. I'm not gonna plug anyone, <laughs> but I have some favorite places. I were they're either friends of mine who I've known growing up through the community, and to see them open their business and to see them yeah. find successes. Awesome. Always good. Yeah. So I'm I try and frequent their establishments as much as I can, but it is a little it is a little expensive. I am glad I am a medical girl for myself because <laughs> yeah. there's no way I can supply yeah. my medical needs with the current cost in the recreational market. Honestly why I haven't been to all of them yet. Exactly. But, right? but when I do go to a dispensary, I do pick a new one until I am able to get through all of them. And I've been to a few different ones, and they are all different. And you walk in, and it's sometimes you're just like, oh, well, look at all this space. And, you know, there's so much room for activities in right. here. And then you go to some others, and you're just like, holy shit. We get more than five people in here. Somebody's touching butts. Like, yeah, that's yeah, all there yeah, is yeah. to it. Like, there's a couple small ones like that, too. <laughs> But I loved it. I, I actually, the, the concept of it was fantastic. In so, those situations, right, quite frequently, that's because they got big bros in the back. Yeah, that's so like they they really had yeah. to hold back on their uh, retail space to allow for maximum growth space. Yeah, standing there for a few minutes while I waited in in the line for the gentleman in front of me, I it clicked. Yeah, made sense. I liked it. But it's nice. Yeah, yeah, it's nice. I like the establishments that all, that do cultivate for themselves. Because one, their in-house product is usually a little bit more affordable, mm-hmm. and that's kind of nice. Because um, you do have to pay that cultivating tax to yourself. Like I don't really quite understand. I believe so. I, I, I see. I hadn't thought you about that. I, mean? I believe so. That's two separate entities. I think. I think that's two separate business licenses: the cultivation yes. permit and yeah. license, and, and then, then the retail. And so they still have to pay the transaction fee to the, and the taxes. To the, okay. I'm, I'm pretty sure. Yeah. They probably even have to show proof of purchase from one to the next. That works. Uh, I'm going to get that answer. I'm going to okay. get that answer. That's a good one. I've thought about question. that before, but, you know, I didn't like... We already know who to call, but we'll yeah. get that one. I have a question. It's a little personal. I'm just, just getting curious here. Yeah. How do we do this? But my mind just works a little different. Uh, let's go ahead and do this giveaway. All right. Uh, the stuff... Yep. Yes, the snapback and the juicy hemp wrap. Ooh, tropical passion. This one is going to be good. Right. Pure hemp, no tobacco. There's two of them. I mean, this is pretty bright. It is pretty bright. I like if it. If you like the bright colors, yep. snapback, it'll do you well. What's yep. the question of the day? Excuse me. Question of the day. When did the U.S. label cannabis as a poison? In what year did the United States label cannabis as a poison? I like your thinking face, Bobby. (laughs) (laughs) I don't have the answer. I didn't get a cheat, so I don't have the answers. I was was going for it. I might win that. I doubt it, though. 
I do like snapbacks, but I already saw the answer. Google. Yeah. You can totally Google. Feel free, guys. Google come back really quick. And just, how quick are your thumbs? Right? Fastest thumbs in the West. Yes. <laughs> yes. Any woman that is mad. Right? <laughs> Same. Any woman that's mad. I will say, though, the guy at Walmart last night beat my phone in figuring out what light bulb my truck had. He he walked over, he saw me looking it up, he's like, let me see if I can beat you or not, and he totally did. Guy knows his bulbs. Talent at Walmart, that's amazing. Have you guys had any good edibles lately? <laughs> I, I stay away from edibles. I'm just like... It's they. I become a zombie, and I have too much stuff to do. I can't be a zombie. There is this fine young lady here local in our community who everyone knows. She's really well known. She does have a little business. She's or a little brand she's been developing. She makes some incredible food, and she takes it out of just the dessert categories, which is awesome. It's nice being able to have like a full meal and then not. <laughs> Get up afterwards. Right. <laughs> but I recently took an entire uh, mason jar full of uh, some infused coconut oil, made some trim, okay. made some capsules out of those, nice. and then using those in the morning instead of smoking. Nice. And it helps because it still helps me with the thyroid issue, but it doesn't have me stoned, and right. that's um, that's a good thing. You still function. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, I don't necessarily need to be stoned all day. Right. <laughs> I just recently made some fudge with some cannabis coconut oil that I had. And it turned out okay. It's better if it refrigerated because, of course, mm-hmm. it's coconut oil, so it's looser than butter would be. But Yeah, we have in the fridge, too. It tastes good and does its job. There you go. Maybe I've been making crispies. I know. I saw some pictures. <laughs> This looks so good. I know I was going to but I didn't. <laughs> they were high as well? Ira. Ira Hi. Hello. Do you guys prefer indica or sativa? Um, I basically have lived on indica for a while because of the pain, so I've learned to function through it. Uh, but when I get a good sativa, I'm in the kitchen like, <laughs> sauce is swinging out. And I'm like, whoa. have no preference. I'm looking more at uh, terpene profiles these days versus just whether it's indica or sativa. I'm looking for, first of all, as most people who are amongst our community who are all medical smokers and smoke from the time they're up or consume from the time their eyes open to the time their eyes close, mm-hmm. um, it becomes a lot about flavor and not yeah. so much about the effect unless that effect is like very out there like holy shit I got a lot of buzz or holy crap I'm really feeling the couch right now. So I have a terpene roll-on oil mm-hmm. that is awesome. It like you can roll it on you know cigarettes or weed. I like it on my joints. So I usually right, roll it right. on my joints and it's like it's like zesty is the only like because nice. it's like lemony and citrusy and you know terpenes are yeah fairly citrusy but yeah. it's awesome. Well that's gonna that's a whole nother side of this industry now is the um just the terpenoid profiling and understanding that there is and because of distillate and the distillation process people are re-injecting terpenes afterwards 
to add flavor to their mm -hmm. product. Yeah. I don't know if you had any of that stuff out of the lab in Anchorage that was in the little syringes going around. It was oh, I had, yes. Was, I, the flavor was just incredible. Yes, yes. Well, that's the case there. That's yeah. what's happening there. That was amazing. What was the tin about? <laughs> that's how many minutes left me. Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> You're so funny, Bob. <laughs> Production crews holding up signs and stuff. You haven't done this before. What are we doing over here? We're supposed to have fun, right? Yeah. Uh, You're supposed to smoke. <laughs> That's cool. I love it. We're going to be doing it up. I think there's going to be some changes coming to the formatting. That's what the team's been talking about. Mm -hmm. Hopefully, it comes to the better. Maybe when people are coming home in the evening. They might find a Wednesday afternoon in, in the evening after work, sitting down and tuning in a little bit more appeasable. I know right now it is amazing outside. Mm -hmm. The sun is just beating down on us here mm -hmm. and nobody wants to be inside watching this stream. No. <laughs> I mean, Someone is gorgeous we appreciate out. those who are hanging out. That's yeah. pretty cool. But yes, everyone else is out at the rivers or camping. Mm -hmm. We'll always see some changes coming, hopefully for the better. I think everyone's going to be having a good time. Yeah, I think so. Things have been good. Want to do more with Dad before the show's over? Of course. Is it really 10 minutes left? Mm -hmm. <laughs> I'm fine and you're having fun. <laughs> you're sitting here just talking and smiling. Anyone get out fishing yet? Oh, yeah. Slim and red. Kill a cami. <laughs> <laughs> I went, we went, uh, I went with them when... We went to the Russian and everything like that, but I haven't been out hollow fishing yet. That's alright. I'll go hunting. Hollow fishing has never been like the yearly thing for me. It's like every couple of years we'll go out bit butt fishing, but. Yeah, this would be like the first year in what, out of five? I love hollow fishing. So I'm kind of just like. I'm a horrible Alaskan. <laughs> fishing for like six or eight weeks at a time like you would just go i've been fishing and i my dad were gill netting when i was a kid and stuff you know but my favorite part never, is ripping the i hunt never out. went on the open <laughs> ocean do you take a bite out of it no that's only hunting it, the fish heart will beat for like an hour after it will it's like it's like zombie like it's <laughs> cool <laughs> Taking the eggs and feeding it to the trout and just watching. We used to, the lake we lived on was high <laughs> trout. <laughs> Seriously, I'm like, you guys know you're an abomination. Dude. That's funny. Yeah. I'm horrible. Fantastic. It was awesome. We are Alaskan, aren't we? <laughs> You're not the only one who does it. I mean, this is completely normal. <laughs> <laughs> this is, I mean, but it is. Yeah. The conversations that Alaskans have compared to the conversations you right? have <laughs> different. Yes. They're just different. And either you get it or you don't. Yes. And it don't matter. Yes. I agree. I've been really excited and happy with uh, a lot of the work people have been doing. A lot of the projects that have been going on. There's a lot of people and a lot of groups on Facebook, as we all know. Um, that have a lot going on in the back behind the scenes. Mm -hmm. You know, not just the commercial side of our industry, but there's a whole slew of people 
multiple, multiple teams of people behind the scenes right now <coughs> who are out there providing growing cannabis, delivering cannabis, making different medications and tinctures, edibles, and getting it to those in need who just don't have the means or the access. Mm -hmm. There's a whole slew of people who are checking and creating checks and balances for the legal industry mm -hmm. and trying to be a source of understanding that, hey, this is a product that is a good product and people stand behind it and so, do the, so does the community. This product might not have that going on for it. And so, I don't know, I'm really excited about where things are going. Mm -hmm. It's really cool. It's cool where things, what's happening right now, just being a part of an emergency, emerging industry from the ground up, seeing it form and blossom, much like many other industries we're a part of every day, mm -hmm. but happen in our predecessing generations, grandma and grandpa's. Like the car industry. Been around for the start of the car industry would have been something. Yeah. Or as many people know, the boom of the internet. How about yeah. how about in three days the first hemp plane comes out? Oh really? Yes. Wow. I just saw that I didn't follow the thread, but I'm pretty sure that's what it was talking about. Like I've been following the building of this hemp plane for a couple of years. Hmm. You can build hemp houses. Yeah. Yeah. That's pretty cool. Yep. Yeah, they do. Yeah, totally. And then somewhere I read that there's a whole crop of hemp being built to go into the making of some form of electronic because this particular strain of hemp has more electrical currency. <laughs> That's cool. Everyone's that, that is kind of interesting. <laughs> well, we got hempcrete. I've seen them make, well, obviously there's hemp clothing, paper, all the normal textiles. But, I mean, they're fabricating hemp in a lot of different mm -hmm. things. It's, from my understanding, it's the strongest known natural fiber mm -hmm. in the hemp. Um, does that tower over like that one spider silk that is supposed to be incredibly strong and have incredible tinsel streak? I don't know. I don't know. But... I understand it to be really durable. Right. I do think it might depend on the usage because like uh, you would use the spider silk in farming of like uh, parachutes or something like that, but you would use hemp in sails for the ocean or, you know, something. Which they tents. absolutely did do. Right. That was pretty normal and standard. Mm. <laughs> Fascinating. That's a whole other industry. Right? Yeah. <laughs> the textiles. People fabricating new plastics and new cloth materials. South Carolina is like the hemp capital right now. Are they on it? Mm -hmm. One of the things is they've lost the ability to work with it. The fiber, a hemp fiber is so long compared to like a cotton fiber or any other natural fiber out there. They're winding up cutting it and there's not very many places that still have the technology to weave it in its proper form, and that's one of the troubles they're having. I know I remember hearing something about the attempt to raise funds or capital to get hemp processing or a hemp processing plant built up here. Hmm. Oh, really? That, that was a couple cool. of years ago I heard something about that. Oh, I've heard it fairly recently. That would be way cool. Six months yeah. I some talk about it. I would totally buy from them. Yeah. That would, that would be, <laughs> I, don't, I don't even know any of the details on how that is structured or how that works. I imagine with a hemp processing facility comes hemp growing, 
That's what I would assume. But I don't yet. know of anyone that has actually completely gone forward yet. Unless Maybe we just start seeding the alleys. <laughs> just start throwing <laughs> seeds everywhere. <laughs> Some of those might be guilty of this anyway. <laughs> I've had. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, I've had, I've had a herm in my garden before. Haven't we all? You know, so I've had an abundance of seeds. I'm just not there growing myself, especially not indoors in my garden. So just driving down the DRI, down the Seward Road Highway. <laughs> <laughs> but that'll be cool if I see that next year. Yeah. <laughs> oh no. It's fun. It's never it would never flower up here though. Oh no. Auto flower. Auto flower. <laughs> well they weren't autos though. No. <laughs> no, but if we, if you did. But there are some local breeders who have some kill auto flowers coming out. Nice. Yeah. I mean they are they are really good. They're, they're super autos, and they produce, you know, an easy three ounces plus a plant. Easy. And they're all bred in Alaska, bred for the Alaska outdoors. So, nice. I mean, should be pretty cool. If you're living up north, off the grid, and you're trying to keep yourself a little bit of stock going through the winter, yep. you can easily throw six of those outside. Don't need them in the ground and pots, you know, it don't matter. Mm-hmm. I've never grown an auto myself. I've talked to a lot of people about it, though. <laughs> We've never done it. I grew one last year. It was fun. Yeah. Somebody gave me a seed. I dropped it. It did better outside than in the greenhouse. I mean, I've brought plants outside and then brought them inside at night. I've done that, but if we were a few on the porch, <laughs> it was crap. <laughs> I mean, honestly, it was nothing compared to what I'm doing in there. Double under a thousand watt, or yeah. scrambling the highlight these days. Yeah, pretty much. I think that was done. We're done. I think so. I think Cue the end music. Yeah, I think we're getting the cane. <laughs> I need a cane. That'd be so cool. Thanks for joining. I need a really long one. All right. Is that uh, it. I thank you everybody for coming. We hope you had a good time with us. Got you exit. I say bye. Bye. Have a great day. Yeah, yeah, yeah.